Welcome to Truth in the Trenches. I'm your host, Rebecca Spooner from Hip Homeschooling, and today's podcast episode is all about what it was like being a homeschool child. I'm a homeschool survivor, y'all, and today I'm going to tell you all about it. Hey, you guys. All right, here we are in the midst of another school week. And I decided as I was contemplating today's podcast episode after last week's super, uh, how do I put this, uh, sarcastic podcast episode that this one maybe should be a little more serious, a little more helpful. Um, But you know what, you guys, I don't plan these super far in advance. So if you have something, if you really enjoyed that style and you want to see more of it, then chime in. Go to my blog and go to either contact me and send me a message or go to that actual podcast episode and comment on there because um, I really do take your guys' feedback and base what I do off of you. So yay, you get to be a primary component of what you're going to see and hear here. So anyways, all that to say, today I was not sure what I was going to do or what it was supposed to look like, and so I decided just to go back to the basics and share my story of what it was like being a homeschooled child, oh my goodness, a long time ago. Um, So I'm not old. In fact, I'm probably pretty young, although I'm starting to come to that cusp. You know how there's that cusp where it's my whole life I've been the young one, my entire life. I graduated when I was 16. I was two years ahead. I went to college when I was 16. I was married um, by the time I was 19. I had a baby by the time I was 20. So everybody else in my season of life always, always has been older than me. And somehow I'm I'm in my 30s now and it's like I've crossed a threshold where people I'm meeting are a little younger than me. I feel like it's just super, super weird how people in my same stage of life now, because I, you know, I've still got young children, are younger and coming to me for advice and stuff like that. So all that to say, I'm not old, but you know, it was a little bit ago. I'll just put it that way. Um, so when I was being homeschooled, now I started off being homeschooled right from the very beginning. Um, my parents used a Becca curriculum for a lot of different things, and I really loved it. I loved it. I know. Here I wrote this big blog post on how it did not work for my kids, and yet I personally loved a Becca so, so much. So basically... The way that it was started for me was I taught myself to read when I was four years old. Um, I obviously, I well, not obviously to you guys, but I come from a family of six children. So um, my youngest two siblings were not born until much later, but there was kind of four of us. By the time I was school age, there was four of us. And I had an older sister who's two years older than me. And and I think I must have listened to her a lot and kind of taken my cues from that. And I always just was a keener child. I just was. That's a big part of why I graduated when I was 16. School is very easy to me. I think very quickly. Um, and I just enjoy learning a lot. I always have. That wasn't something that was inspired through my education model of the way I was homeschooled. None of that. I love learning. I'm just one of those kids. My brothers were not like that. That was just a a part of my personality and who the, who I am. And so first and foremost, take that tip. If you have a little notebook beside you, write it down and say to yourself, some kids are keeners, 
Some kids are not because I have two of those children out of my five. The other three are far from it. Very, 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 very far from it. They would be happy if we never did a day of school in their entire lives. So if that's all you take away from this today is that there's some kids like that, but there's a lot more that are not like that, then I'd be happy. But anyways, I was one of those rare breeds where a school was my fun thing. I would play school. I loved school. So I taught myself to read when I was four years old. And there really wasn't a lot that my mom did when it came to that. I was very self-motivated. Once I knew how to read, I would read my own lessons and do my own schoolwork as much as I possibly could. In fact, the more independent it could be for me, the better it was because I liked to be in control and I liked to challenge myself and I was always in competition with myself. How weird is that? And if I could pull my brothers and sisters into it, I competed with them as well, but they were a little less interested in competing with me, which where's the fun in that, right? All right, so there was four of us, remember, and my mom rocked it. She was working for my dad, doing his books for a business he was running, and um, she just, she rocked homeschooling us. I remember, definitely I remember some times of impatience and frustration, and I don't think that any homeschool mom goes through her experience or journey as a homeschooler and doesn't just, you know, sometimes pull her hair out and wonder why she's doing this. And so definitely I remember some of those moments, but most of my homeschool experience and my overall um, thoughts and viewpoint and memories of being homeschooled are very, very positive. So when I was in grade two and uh, I was already a year ahead because I was in Alberta and I'm up in Canada And so the cutoff date was um, February and my birthday was in February. So up here, the cutoff date is December. And so I would have been a a year ahead in Alberta as opposed to what I was in in British Columbia. So, um, So that's how I started. I was in grade two and my brother was in kindergarten. He's a year and a bit younger than me. And we decided to, they decided to put us in school, just us two. They kept the other two, I guess, at home and they put us into the public school, which was just up the road, like literally walk up the road and there was a school. And I don't even remember where that decision came from. It was probably a big part of me. I loved school so much that maybe they were wanting to give that experience, but Needless to say, we had that experience for a short while. My brother, who's in kindergarten, cried every single day, every single day. And I would walk with him. And I remember, um, I remember that just, that, that was tough. It was tough, but I, I would focus on him and I would try to get him excited. And anyways, one of these days, I went into the school and I dropped him off at his class and I was going to my class. And he was so sad and didn't want me to leave him. And so I just wanted to help out. So I went in with him and I told the teacher that I was going to be her helper for the day. And I was just going to hang out with with them and I was going to help teach the class. And she was like, well, where's your class? And I said, oh, no, it's okay. My mom said, which was not truthful. Anyways, mass panic erupted because meanwhile, my teacher was calling home and my mom was like, she went to school and everybody thought I was gone forever. And they found me teaching. 
in kindergarten. <laughs> wow, right? Wow. Don't you wish you had one of me? Anyways, so uh, they pulled my brother out. He was just a wreck. He hated going and that was just not a good experience for him. And so I think he only lasted a few months. And at that point, I was now going by myself. And now I was very emotional because all my other siblings were at home and I missed them. And my biggest thing that I take away from that experience in grade two, I had friends. Um, I didn't find it awkward. I didn't find that I wasn't socially prepared or that I was behind any of the other kids. I remember being very confused. My overall impression of the actual class work, the way you had to do things, the way you had to raise your hand, the way that they would get you to do this spelling assignment, I remember it just making no sense to me. And I remember putting up my hand and saying, why don't we just do it this way? Like it, it was, and I don't remember now exactly the methods that they used or how they approached it, but I just remember being very confused, like just very confused and always feeling like, why wouldn't you just do it this way? Like, this just doesn't make sense to me. So I, I remember a little while ago, I asked my mom, I said, did I just do terrible? Because I feel like I must have done terrible because I have most of my memories of just being totally confused and having no idea what, why and, and why they were approaching it this way. And she said, no, I did very well. So I remember school itself, just the way they do it, the structure and, you know, it, that was confusing to me because I came from a place of being able to understand things very clearly and just do it. And so it, it just got to be, anyways, eventually they pulled me out too because I was too emotional. I must have lasted, I don't even know if I lasted a semester. Um, I was out and I was back home and I loved it. I loved being homeschooled. I had my books. When my books came in the door, it was like Christmas. It was the most exciting thing for me, that unboxing, that opening that box and finding the books that were mine, the smell of new books, right? I was destined to be a homeschooler. You can tell, right? So that was it. I, I was homeschooled. We ended up moving um, a few years later to British Columbia, to BC, Canada. And that's where we've been ever since. And so I, I did not go back to school until I was 11 years old. And all of that time, I remember getting together with lots of other homeschoolers. We did all sorts of activities. Um, my mom was, was very hands-on with us. We did lots of experiments and um, acting things out and unit studies with other homeschoolers. I remember doing huge medieval, um, you know, study. And at the end of it, we'd all dress up in medieval clothes we had made. Like, seriously, who does that? And we would have this medieval feast with music and we'd learn dances. And it was just, it was way out there for anything I would ever do now I'm like no no if we do a unit study we read books and we discuss it and look at pictures and watch movies I ain't doing no sewing and I ain't doing no big you know no it's not happening I did do a Greek meal once with Greek potatoes because I know how to cook all that and I like Greek food but it wasn't as exciting as what my mother did for us so anyway she was really great at it and she got us involved with lots of other homeschoolers and I loved the co-ops and I loved getting together with other kids and um, and I just, I never felt like I was lacking. I mean, remember, I had three other siblings. There was lots of connection points. We were very involved in church and it, with other friends and I never felt like I was weird or different or any of that. Um, when I was 11 years old, my mom got pregnant with my younger brother and she was just, just went through a rough spell we'll put it that way she went through a rough spell the pregnancy was very hard on her and emotionally just really hard on her and she just 
could not do it with four kids. And so that's the second thing I want you to take away from this. The second thing is that if you come to a season in your life, you guys, where you are just totally unable, sometimes you can do more damage. I do believe this. I do believe this. I know that homeschooling is, in my mind, one of the highest callings. And I think that it is the best form of education. I'm just going to put it out there. I really do believe it. That being said, if you're going through a rough season in your marriage, if you are having another baby and you're emotionally incapable of making it a positive, fun experience for your kids and constantly overwhelmed, you either need to find a way to change yourself if you can. And we all go through those seasons. I feel like I'm in a season of being constantly overwhelmed right now. And so I need to make changes in my life because this cannot continue. I can't continue to homeschool my kids and be like this for my own health, but also for the the sake of my kids and what I want education to look like for us. So you either need to make some changes, cut back on things, or you need to consider, I'll put it out there, consider putting your kids into school. And just as a break, you guys, you can do it for a year. And even if it's not a great experience for your kids, they're going to be okay on the other end. But that's one of the things my mom did and I respected her for it. And it was a horrible experience for me horrible. I was now two grades ahead because remember the cutoff date was different and I was just so advanced. Abeka is quite an advanced curriculum. I found school so easy. They didn't want me to be bored so they put me two grades ahead and I was the smallest kid in my class and I was bullied terribly. It was a Christian school by the way. Big surprise. I was bullied terribly and um, it was just a really awful experience for me And I had friends. Again, it wasn't that I was the weirdo. I had friends, but I had a rough class. It was like parents sent their troubled kids to my grade six class. And um, it was just, it was really, really rough. So I, it wasn't that it was a positive experience. What I take away from that was that I was okay. I survived that. And at the end of that, my mom had a baby and she stabilized <laughs> her her own emotions and was in a much better place to homeschool us again. And we were very ready to be homeschooled because when you got 11-year-olds, you're now dealing with preteen attitudes. That's not a fun thing to do either. I remember being super moody, um, very hard, very, I lacked so much motivation. All that motivation from the early years was gone and I didn't want to do a thing and, um, yeah, just a bad attitude, sense of entitlement. I mean, it's all coming in, right? So that can be a really hard season and then add to that, you know, hormonal, like she was hormonal and it was just, she was tired and the pregnancy was really hard on her. She was allergic to it. So there was so many things at play. And all of that being said, I went to school. It was an awful experience. I hated it. And yet I, I was okay. I was okay. I came out of it. And in some ways, I think that we needed the break even from her and that she needed the break from us, that it was, it was okay. And so if you are in a season, whether it be now or whether it be down the road where your marriage is falling apart or you're having a baby or you're, you have a a parent who's dying or something, you've got something that is just turning your world upside down. That's not something you can adjust or tweak or cut back on commitments. You're talking about your world is falling apart. You need You need to know that it's okay to take a break and put your kids in school and that even if it's not a good experience, that they're still going to be okay. Kids are resilient. So that's the second thing you need to take away, okay? You need to write that down somewhere or or put it in the back, back burner of your brain somewhere because 
if that season comes for you, you have to remember that, that from my personal experience, okay? I'm giving you permission. So I was back to being homeschooled. I had a new baby brother and we were back on track. And in some ways it was better than ever because now I was in my essentially middle school grades, even though I was only 11. Um, and I was beginning to, in our co-ops, in our groups, um, some of the other parents that we had in our local co-ops were actually teachers themselves or had been and were now homeschool parents. And they were able to kind of alternate. And so we had somebody teaching us um, literature and we had somebody else teaching us, um, I think I did grade 11 earth science when I was like 11. <laughs> um, so we were able to kind of do some some things cooperatively. And these teachers were kind of experts in their field. And it was so much fun. It was so much fun. We got together and connected with other teachers. We did massive unit studies. And it was kind of, for me, the highlight of homeschooling. It was like I loved the early grades. I loved pushing myself. But now I was able to kind of push myself and see see rewards for that. And I really enjoyed that. Um, so that was my middle kind of school experience. And I did that all the way up till about grade 10. And at that point, I don't even remember exactly, honestly, how it came about. It's kind of a conversation I need to have with my mom again. But we lived, we moved to a place that was right next to the local high school, the public high school, by the way. And it was in Kelowna. So it was one of the biggest kind of high schools it was massive it was huge um and we kind of decided that us older two girls were gonna go to school and so my mom kept kind of everyone else at home and my sister and I went to high school and I believe maybe my brother can't remember if he tried or not I feel like he might have tried and then they transferred him over to the Christian school but so we started to kind of shuffle and we kind of shuffled our way over into the, the school world and I was a little familiar with it but my experience really other than a tiny bit in grade two had been in a Christian environment so it was a relatively new experience for me going into a public school environment and going into high school and we started second semester which was a whole other ball game because everybody by grade 10 had all their friends from middle school and even elementary school their cliques their their little groups and now we were in second semester so I felt like we were just really behind socially trying to catch up with where everybody else was at because they had just been friends for so long and you're going into school with thousands of kids and so it was it was totally outside of my comfort zone um it was very hard for me it was very hard luckily we lived right by the school so I would come home sometimes for lunches um because I just I remember not knowing where to sit. I remember um, sometimes going into the bathroom, honestly, because I didn't know where to sit. I had nowhere to sit. I couldn't just go sit down next to somebody I didn't know. While I felt like socially I was able to talk to people of all ages and was very comfortable inside my environment, I this was so outside of my environment and people were so, so different than anything I had experienced that I... I floundered. I felt I was very insecure with my peers. Funny how that can happen. Like how I could be so secure with an adult, with an elderly person. I was volunteering at an old folks home down the road from us. I was so secure with anybody else, but my peers, 
I wanted to crawl into a hole. I just struggled. I had, again, I wasn't a nobody. I had some friends, but I struggled finding my place and finding my voice and just feeling just low confidence, which again is probably pretty normal for high school, but um, everybody seemed to really have their cliques and their friends and I just, I struggled. So I had some friends and most of my actual socialization happened in our church youth group and getting involved outside of that because looking back on it, I feel like some of it might be personality because I, although I was very outgoing in my own inner circle of where I was comfortable, that is still kind of how I am today. If you put me in a brand new environment with people I don't know, I shrink right back and I'll sit in the back and I don't want to talk. And I find it very awkward and very uncomfortable and very taxing. I come home and I'm exhausted and I don't really enjoy it. I hate it. I hate going to bigger functions where I don't know anybody. In fact, if I'm not going with my husband where I can't talk with him because he's the small talk guy, then I'm out. I just hate it. But when I'm in my local in a smaller group and there's people I know, I can be the most outgoing person you ever saw. And so part of it was probably personality. Part of it was um, feeling super insecure because I was two years younger than everybody else in my grade and people knew it. And it was always this big like, wow, shock, you're so young. Um, and just just struggling with a totally new environment that I was, I was very ill-prepared, I felt like, to go into because it was, I, I wish in some ways it had been a Christian school because at least in the Christian school dealing with harder kids, I could connect in that way, in that light, and it would have been smaller because going to a public school it was rough. I mean, kids were talking about all sorts of things I did not even know. I was very aware of the basics. There was a whole lot more than the basics being talked about and all the time and joked about and drugs and joking about me, you know, oh, we'll make you some brownies. And I I knew it, but it threw me off because I came from a very sheltered, safe environment and I felt like I was thrown a little bit to the wolves. I felt like, I don't know... I don't, I remember going to a school dance once. I remember a bunch of guys walking down the hall. I was going to the washroom and they came by and like slapped my butt. And I just remember feeling like I, I don't even know here I am two years younger, but also aside from that, aside from my lack of confidence and everything else, it was just, it was the environment. I felt like I had gone from safe environments to this very, very different environment. So my high school experience was, it was rough. It was just not something I enjoyed. I went home as much as I possibly could. And I had friends and I connected, but in a very small way. And I was very glad to be done with it and have it behind me. And I did. I graduated. I turned 16 in February. So I graduated that June. So I was very young um, to be graduated. And I went to Bible college again, second semester um, back in Alberta, just for one semester, <laughs> kind of to escape a couple things. But anyways, I um, I had that experience. And again, I was like the youngest. I broke a record. I was their youngest student to ever have attended. So I know that homeschooling set my, it set my path. It gave me such a wonderful start. It gave me a safe environment. It gave me a place where I could grow in my confidence and I could become comfortable with people of all ages. It gave me an environment where I learned how to advocate and speak for myself because there was not 
my mom, of course, advocated for me, but it's different than when you're in an environment with teachers and other students. And it's a totally different ballgame when you're at home. And I felt like I blossomed. I felt like I blossomed in home. And I, it's outside of the actual school environment. When you put me in that school environment, I floundered with my peers because I just did not get them. But in my anything else outside of a high school experience, homeschooling gave me the best socialization that anything ever could because I can go and talk to anybody, anybody. I can relate to people of all ages and I know how to not just relate to them and talk to them confidently. In fact, almost the opposite of that, I know how to talk to them in a way that's confident but not cocky. I know how to be empathetic towards how they might be feeling, for example, an older person listening to a younger person, to be respectful, to be gentle, not to be cocky and know-it-all. I know how to talk to someone who's younger than me and to know that they're cocky and know-it-all and to give them space because they're going to learn. And not to tell them the pat answers because that's not what they want to hear and to help them come up with answers on their own. I knew that from when I was 16 years old because I had experienced such a broad range of interaction with people outside of my peer age. And this is part of what gets me so much with the argument that homeschool kids are not socialized. And from my own personal experience, I can tell you I can tell you, I'm not just saying what I've seen in my own children. I'm saying what I've seen as somebody who was homeschooled until grade 10, that I received far more of a, an accurate socialization. When you put your kids in a bubble of high school, it's only, it is only until they turn 18. That will never be normal again. Unless they go off to college, it might be normal for a few more years for however they're in college, but that's not normal. You want to talk about socializing our kids for the real world. The real world is not going to be a group of your peers. The real world is going to be a a group of people all ages, all ethnicities, all opinions. And you're going to have to learn how to interact and engage and be respectful and empathetic towards people of different viewpoints and ideas and Um, everything. There's so much there that your kids do not learn in school. And so as far as my own personal experience, I loved homeschooling. I think it gave me the best possible start. And I think that it allowed me to take ownership of my own education and to learn that I could do that. Because even the stages of my life, which are normal, like being a teen or being a preteen, when I struggled with motivating myself, which is normal, by the way, if you're coming into that and your kids are a little less engaged, it's okay, you're gonna get past it. Even though I went through those stages, those slumps, I knew how to motivate myself. I knew how to engage myself and I knew the rewards of pushing through and and seeing what was on the other side, what I could learn and what I could discover. And even now it serves me in my life. Even now when somebody is something that may seem daunting, like learning an instrument or learning how to knit or learning how to do this, I don't feel like I need to go and take a course or that I just can't do it. I feel like I can do anything. And even as far as this blog, you guys, sometimes I look at it and I think it's it's homeschooling that brought me to where I am. Obviously, because it's a homeschool blog. But no, really. My my savvy, my ability to think um, coherently and to think big, my ability to think big came from homeschooling because there was never anybody to put a box on me or to tell me that I couldn't or to tell me what I needed in order to get there. Nobody. 
told me that. I could do whatever I wanted to do. I could set my sights on something and I could work hard and I knew that I could get there. And so with this blog, even though I I never had somebody sit down and coach me and tell me how to do this, I had no idea. Each step of the way, I was floundering. Every single day I was floundering. I had no idea what I was doing. And yet, every step of the way, I pushed Every step of the way, I knew I could and I persevered. And that, that tenacity, that being able to push myself and motivate myself, that did not come from a teacher, that did not come from a school, that came from being homeschooled. And that's where I'm going to end it today. So there you have it. If you were wondering from my own personal experience what it was like being homeschooled and what I see as just a few of the benefits, I didn't even get into the benefits. There are so many more benefits. So we might talk about it more in a later podcast. But I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day, amazing rest of your week. And don't forget to go check me out on my blog, hiphomeschoolingblog.com and subscribe if you want to get these automatically on your computer or phone so you don't miss any of my episodes. Talk to you guys soon.